0: First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it
1: down, knock a out, time to get
0: loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. And welcome to this special edition of the Two Beers Podcast. We will be reviewing... Peaky Blinders season f- season 4. I'm Jordan here with Drew. Drew. What
2: up? Sorry, I was choking on the, the number 4 there. Season f- 4. You were ah. uh you were you were cho- choking on that 4 like uh the Seahawks were choking up that game tonight, baby. Let's
0: keep this about Peaky we, we, are, we are going to
2: keep it all peaky, but for any of our regulars that are listening, we are taking resumes to fill Jordan's spot in the parlay because he will not be picking for quite some time. So, Goosefraba.
0: Goosefraba. email
2: email us or hit us up on the Twitter if you're interested in taking his spot each week. Yeah,
0: which, by the way, I haven't mentioned the actual email email address in quite some time. Throw it out it there, is, bro. Throw it out. It, it is, oh, come on, at, the, spelling it out, T-W-O, 2, at, at 2... BeersPod at Gmail, so there we go. What's our Twitter? It is. See, you're putting me on the spot here. It's at,
2: at Two Beers Podcast, number at two.
0: The number two Beers Podcast. That's right. Um, so, yeah. hootie hooty. So we're hooty. a
2: little, you know, we're we're a little behind from when we've been releasing these these separate peaky uh, peaky episodes. But I think I think it's a popular opinion here that season four is probably the best. Season of of the Peaky blinder so we really
0: excuse me, sir. Before you get into it, yeah, um, I believe we're missing the staple of this program.
2: Why I I was I was teeing it up so that you wouldn't ruin it, as you have done each week. But season four is no,
0: no, 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 no. You're the two brew salute, my friend. Oh,
2: wrong, wrong staple.
0: God, three, two, one. Ah, I know you're you're going off script. Oh shit! This I did go off script. Yeah, I'm I am i am drinking a troganator um from Trogues, obviously. It is um eight, po- oh, 8. 2. oh yeah. And what kind of beer is this? A double box. It's I'm it's uh, good.
2: I say I'm upset. I, I went to Joe Canals last night looking for the uh is it nugget nectar? What it what is the Trogue's? Yes,
0: Trogue's Nugget Nectar. It's not out yet. I, I get, we're um, getting, well, not well you know what it, it it is They're it's, promoting in some like places. Crazy. It is in some places. It's oh, my, right. my place is getting it next week. Yeah, I, I went I it. went
2: there specifically to find that they didn't have it. So I, I, it's all over. It's all over tw- our our Twitter handle or Twitter feed. So I was like, well, let me let me go and see what this is all about. So uh, <sighs> yeah, they got some good stuff there. But Yizer. I'm a uh, I'm keeping my my tradition here of our our peaky peaky solo pods, and I'm i uh, I'm drinking a nice glass of Larsney bourbon
0: yeah get wild this is
2: so, oh yeah this is this is classy stuff it is it is sweet it is is gorgeous so just looking at it in my seton hall old school Big East gas station glass here it's it's going down smooth
0: nice so drew um why don't you lead us here into season four my friend i sure will with a red right hand
2: season four of the peaky Volking blinders I like how
0: i didn't ruin that this I time.
2: Ah, uh, i loved it it was great that was smooth. only took us
0: four seasons
2: that was the best transition we've ever had and then we just ruined it by talking about it but it still uh, works. i
0: think we enhanced it by talking <laughs> about it just I do one love, man's I, opinion
2: i do love getting enhanced um yeah. All right, so season four, which uh, you know, as we just said, I, I think it's argu—I I mean, I don't even think it's arguably. I think this is the best season of the five. I, agreed? Would you, would you agree? Yeah, yes. I think a lot of a lot of other fans would agree as well. Um, so season four kicks off just like season three did. It shows the last scene of the previous season where we left off. You know, Tommy—they, Tommy just had just outsmarted the the Russians and. Um, they killed the they killed the the corrupt priest working with the crown. But in order to do all that, he basically had to give up everyone in his family, and they all they all were arrested for for various crimes. So we have Arthur, John, Polly, and Michael. They all they all go to prison. Tommy's sitting by himself in uh, in his in his mansion as they get they get taken away uh, by the uh, by the police. So that's that's how they start out season four. Um, after the arrest, Polly, Arthur, and John and Michael spent about six months in prison, uh, and they're about to be they're about to be taken to the gallows, like liter- literally on death row. At the start of this episode, uh, mm, not about to be. They are taken. oh well, yeah, to they're the yeah gallows. they're taken. <laughs> yeah, they're they're yeah they're they're they're, they're taken there. It's a uh, you know it's a, it's a it's a really cool open. Like Arthur's basically you know he's all his hair is all long now, and he's he's trying to figure out what's going on. Michael, in typical Michael fashion, is basically holding on to the bed, screaming that he's got an appeal coming up. What are you doing? Polly doesn't know what's going on, and then John, John friggin' Shelby is just getting carried away, laughing, just this maniacal laugh, screaming, "I'm John Shelby," which is just—he oh, is just the best. Oh, this is gonna be a hard one. Um, so they all—they all basically have the nooses around their neck, and then you—we flash forward to a. Um, a communication, a guy, whatever you want to call this guy, is going to um, a correspondence basically that from King George that's pardoning all the Shelbys because Tommy, when he went to steal the jewels, he managed to cop himself a letter that basically incriminated King George in the conspiracy to blow up all of the armor cars that were going to be sent to the Russians. Uh, that was a big the big ploy the big coup of of season 3 so he basically blackmails the crown into into releasing his family and making himself an obe in the process so at the last second as they're about to as they're about to be hung and on their on their way to the other side somebody comes and stops all the hangings and then you get the peaky blinders and then the theme music yeah so pretty that-
0: that was real intense with all the back and forth because it was like those dudes in that in that uh government office like discussing like who's Tommy Shelby and he was like, yeah oh Churchill loves this guy and yeah it's like it's like oh yeah he has this letter incriminating and it's back and forth between like the news the office the news stuff and the and the conversation's a little bit like funny so it was a good scene
2: yeah it's uh it's probably it's it's probably the best like pure open that the sea that the series has um, yeah, yeah today, which is yeah which is really cool um and you know it's and, well and it's interesting too because i, I mean you probably realize they're not going to die but if you remember the last time we had a situation like that where they're trying to call something off is when Finn's running to arthur and john saying don't blow up the cars and he doesn't get there in time and misses it by a second and then the cars all, yeah. the cars are explode yeah so, exactly you kind of so, don't know yeah so i mean so somebody could die you know it doesn't mean it doesn't mean they all have to get loose but but they really do so then the the season then flashes a year into the future so tommy's tommy's basically hanging out in a in a hotel you have michael the family's fragmented at this point uh michael's returned to work for the shelby company with tommy uh john and author are both bought country houses um and they're living with their their wives and now now children uh Polly, she did not take the near-death experience well and she's just hanging out in the house you know getting getting drunk like crazy and on heavy meds that she was taking heaven's
0: having seances yeah yeah
2: really she's really digging into her her gypsy gypsy roots um and then ada's working for the company which i I believe she's she's the rep in america at this point right in boston yeah yeah in boston so that's kind of where we are um and so you know tommy like i said so tommy's just kind of he's living between his country ma- mansion and then a hope i think it's in london uh, a city hotel um which is where we first kind of see he's he's talking to lizzie they're they're setting up plans like what are they going to do for christmas john's having a big party it is his house um you know tommy plans to be by himself with with charlie and basically all the random random gypsy uh you know um buddies of his, at his at his house um so it's you know the it, it, there's a couple of back and forth scenes where again it just kind of catches you up where they are um there's a great scene where they flash to john's john's place where he's he's hunting with his two dogs and he just jumps jumps over a fence with this hunting rifle on his shoulder and then the dogs come hopping over after in slow-mo which yeah, he a big dog i absolutely love that scene um and then Lizzie, we we go back to the main thing with Lizzie and and Tommy, and Lizzie's uh, again. Lizzie's just continues to rise up, uh, rise up the Shelby Company limited ladder here. No, no pun intended from what her her former profession was. Um, and a great great quote as she's talking here with Tommy about you know plans for the company and just you know trying to get the family back together. About what's he you know what's he doing with his life? And he basically just goes. Lizzie, sex, freedom, and whiskey sours, which is a great, great... Uh, yeah,
0: Tommy well, show, yeah, right? no, I wrote that down too, Drew, because basically Tommy is, he's afraid to show his face to his family because he's like, you know what, like, I did this to them, and she, Lizzie's like, look, we all got to get back together. Like, you got to get over this and come back to the company. He's like, you got to, and it's like you're just sleeping with all these women and you got to give this part of your life up. And he's like, "Which part
2: do I give up, Lizzie? Sex, freedom, or the whiskey sours?" Yeah, oh, <laughs> great, great, great line, great line. Um, so Ada, Ada comes back from Boston. Uh, and by the way, super, super, super roll tied Ada at this point. She is yeah, they have really dolled her up. Oh yeah, she I is. Agree. Yeah, she's big. She's big time here in season four. Um, and her role, and again, yeah, and her role with the with the family is just now even more um, intensified. But so. You know, all of a sudden they all uh, they they all they all get their mail delivered, the post as they would have called it back then. Um, and every every Shelby member has now received a letter from with from Luca Changretta, which bears the mark of the Black Hand. And so, for anyone that's unfamiliar, the Black Hand is old school Sicilian mafia. My am I on par there, Jo? You agree? Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, and now Luca
0: basically means. We're coming for you.
2: Yeah, and so for anyone anyone that forgot, Luca Changretta, he is the son of the Changretta, the Trigretta Mafia family, who basically set off set off the events of season three that led to the death of uh, Tommy's wife, uh, Grace. So Luca, you know, Luca's he's 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 in America. He's the son of Vicente Changretta, leader of the Changretta mob. Uh, his mob in New York, their their main business is the liquor business. I just so everybody remembers, you know, we're in prohibition, so, so liquor is illegal. So, gangsters are just making a ton off of um, importing and booze illegally. Um, so he's him him and his gang are coming coming to a, coming over to uh, to London to to settle the score with with Tommy and the rest of the Shelby family. Um, I wrote down. It, it's kind of funny, like when John gets his when John gets his letter. Esme is just the worst. She was like so cool when we first met her,
0: but man, yeah. she sucks.
2: She's sitting there blaming Tommy for for everyone being in danger now. But if we if we go back to you know what started all this, friggin' John cut up you know Luca's brother's face because he was he was slipping the. Uh, slipping the pickle to to lizzie to lizzie yeah who yeah.
0: john apparently still had feelings for yeah and after Maybe, which, we, which we talked about lot. yeah Was and after, last,
2: po- after polly yeah. and arthur both told john not to not to stir the pot, he went and really you know started tommy agreed with what he did after the fact and said let's take it to yeah. the next level but i mean yeah. john yeah john started so as yeah, Esme really annoyed me here, just because it's like, all right, like listen, Tommy, Tommy definitely has done some some bad stuff, and you know, definitely betrayed the family at the end of season three. But this yeah. whole Changretta business is all this. John's got his hand in this, so yep, yep. Um, again, Adrian, so so they go to the docks, and now you get one what in slow mo, one by one, an Italian starts giving their passports and getting brought into into London, and then through, the cu- the last, through
0: customs, yeah, yeah,
2: through customs, and the last one to come through is. You know, I I didn't know you know when I first watched it who was playing Luca Changretta, but it ends up being Adrian Brody, guy's most yeah. famous for his role in The Pianist. So he's going to yeah. be the big the big bad uh, the big bad gangster. Um, so that's really setting which the stage. I, I wrote
0: right? down that that quote too, which always I love. He's like he's like oh Italians,
2: we're, we're Americans. Americans.
0: It's like what do you what 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 brings you here? Pleasure. Pleasure. <laughs>
2: Oh, man. Great. Great. He well, has, well, he well, has well, the, to- well. the toothpick
0: in his mouth. It's Oh, great. yeah.
2: Yeah. It's so, uh, dude, with the, with the black hand tattoo on his neck, as he's uh, saying. Yeah, it exactly. This, which yeah. Is great. Um, so at this point, they've all got the letters, and, and, you know, Tommy, because at the end of the day, regardless of what happened, you know, family comes first. So he's calling up all the family saying, we got to put this beside behind us, we got to come together. You know, they can't, it's easy to pick us off if we're separated. So we gotta, you know, we gotta get, we gotta get to Birmingham and we all gotta be in the same place. Um, everybody's pretty much on board with doing that except for, for John. So, you know, we, we then fast forward to later, later that night when Tommy's at his, at his place and his den trying to, you know, get everybody, still get everyone together. Um, his his housekeeper comes in and for like the third time the, the chef has asked him, you know, what time are his guests going to arrive before or after, I forget what the event is, but before or after something. And at this point now, Tommy's like, why, why, why is my chef asking me when I'm going to have to like, you know, like it just didn't make any sense because he, you know, he runs he runs the house he'll tell him when it's going to start um, and he starts asking questions about when did they, when did, they, when did the chef get here? you know where is he from and he basically comes to the conclusion that they are chan already got an assassin in his house so he goes he goes down to the kitchen and finds figures out that the chef sous chef after uh he basically hands him a wad full of cash and he was unaffected that this guy is one of the Changreta assassins so tommy makes yeah. quick quick work of that guy and takes him out
0: yeah I, which i wrote a couple of things down here too i like uh when he goes to shake the chef's hand he's like we haven't met you started back in october you know and, and he sticks his hand out and the chef's like oh no i have a blood on my hand and tommy says mind me too <laughs> oh, Good line. Good line. <laughs> yeah and then um you know that's when he starts interrogating him about the sous chef and and you know one thing leads to another and he's like call the sous chef in here and he, he gets the dude with a meat hook right in his shoulder and he starts dragging him across the kitchen with like meat by the meat hook and like slamming him and stuff and um i mean i think it was was it the right at the end of the episode when he shoots the guy in the head uh yeah there's there's probably about yeah there's about 10 minutes left in the episode i gotcha yeah and it is just like blood everywhere like all over tommy like i mean it it is a bloody mess and it is it is i hope i hope they didn't didn't eat
2: those uh those geese the, the geese next... <laughs> Dude, <laughs> the those geese day. were huge <laughs> they were yeah they really Dude, were they were like the size of like sheep yeah it was anyway. really yeah, it's really it's really a great scene uh, the whole season is shot so it's so like the cinematography like there, is so there's well like done.
0: two or three good scenes in every episode yeah like um, I shouldn't even say good like
2: iconic scenes yeah. in every episode so the next the next day they're making now now that they've that the first hits come in they've realized we gotta start taking this seriously um Tommy sends Michael to go get John to talk some sense into him. Uh, He gets to John's house. John John opens the door with just guns a blazing. And uh, he says, no, no one's going to mess with us, man. We're the Peaky Blinders. And then Michael's like, we're not the Peaky Blinders if we're not together. Um, And then the next thing you know, out of, uh, I guess there's a, there's a truck transporting hay. Like I said, they're in the country. So they have like little, little farms to themselves now. Um, That was all ploy. You know, the, the the hay gets tossed to the side, and there's about four Italian assassins there, and they just start shooting. It's shooting ambush up. with yeah. Tommy guns. Yeah, and unfortunately, my favorite character of the season or the series. Makes his demise, and John John Shelby, John boy, John boy, uh, just catches a bunch of a bunch of slugs right in the chest. I want to cry, man. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm still heartbroken. I, it, it hit me deep then, and it just hit me deep now. I, I mean, remember on,
0: on the rewatch, you called me, and you were like, John just
2: died. I'm like, y- y- you okay, buddy? Yeah, you gonna make uh, it? I was like, it wasn't easier this time around. He he's just such a cool character. Man. He is. He's
0: he like, he probably the coolest yeah, character his, on the his show. His
2: walk, his swag, like you know, I he totally deserved it because again, he he's all, he's all he was the yeah, most ride or die. That's he really. Cool. Yeah, really, and just uh, again, watch the very begin the cold open of this episode where he's he's literally laughing his ass off, screaming his name, getting taken to his death. It's it uh, he was so good. But anyway, so yeah, so he's just taking four or five slugs to the chest. Michael's motionless on the ground, he's been hit as well. Yeah. Um and Esme you know, Esme is just crying and, you know, weeping in in sadness, and that's where the episode ends. Yep. So I don't think we missed anything there. I think you know. I, yeah, not call the main we, parts. I did. I will say I did keep uh, a tracker on my notes of the number of Italians to try to see like how accurate if they, they got were. it right. Yeah. yeah. So we got one one Italian dead, and now this one this one doesn't probably count because it was the it was the sous chef but we have one, one dead at ending episode one. Cause I think they said there's between, I think they said there was 11, yeah, 13, right? right? Well, yeah, something like that. So they,
0: through this whole season, like it's mentioned by both the, the, Italian mafia and the peakies of how many Italians there are. And they're, I don't, they're like keeping track. So yeah, it, it yeah, no, that's so That's,
2: that's kind of why I did it. I did it too. because like, oh, yeah. well they're, they're keeping track here. How many they get? So let me, let me do that. Um, <laughs> so one down, um, yeah. So that's, that's, that's episode one. So we, we go into episode two, Tommy and the family, they're back, you know, they're back in, in Birmingham. Um, you know, they're kind of, they're kind of consoling themselves and trying to, trying to pull themselves back together after, you know, what happened, you know, Michael's in the hospital. He, you find out he's not dead, but he's severely wounded. They're saying it's a 64, you know, 60, 40 chance in his, uh, Tommy says that sixty forty in his favor, um, that he's going to survive, and then you know John's John's dead bodies in I guess I don't even know where it is, but it's not a morgue, but it's just kind of laying up for the brothers in to, the hospital. Audience, yeah, for yeah. the brothers to mourn over. So um, you know they have they have a funeral for John. They do you know a gypsy gypsy funeral um, where they 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 put his body in a, a uh, I guess a horse and buggy. Is that what a you wagon. wagon? Yeah, wagon. wagon. Yeah. Um, Ride with it all of t- his belongings yeah. in there,
0: and it's kind of like all like fancy inside. Yeah. They
2: ride, they ride it through town. They go into into a field, and then they they burn the they burn the wagon. So that's that's our final goodbye to to John Boy Shelby. Uh, Esme goes off back with her family, the Lee gang. Good good riddance to her. Um, hey, can I can I jump in there? Cause yeah, I had a oh. lot of notes. You did. So you
0: did. one, when they see his body, they this is the first time this comes up in this season, but they. Um, Tommy and Arthur stand over John Boy's bar- body to say uh, "In the bleak midwinter," which was a thing that they promised when they were in the war together. That when one of them died, they would they would say that. So I just kind of I like that. That was cool. Yeah. Um. And then Tommy comes finally comes back to the family meeting, which was a big deal for this season, just because Tommy was away for so long. And so it's the first family meeting, and Tommy just like normal is just rattling off all the business. And he describes that, like, the Italians are here, and it's going to be a vendetta from the Changretas and he, the, the, the Italians will not stop until everybody in that room is dead. Right. And so Tom, Tommy's, um, you know, um, Arthur says that he will have the bullet for Luca. Um, and Tommy's like, I'm bringing in the Aberama Gold and his family. And Johnny Dogs is is just like no 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 yeah. no they're a bunch of savages yeah well that's and so I was,
2: yeah that was i was about to you know that's a good segue because i was gonna say with yeah they they want to handle it themselves but tommy's like yeah we we're gonna we're gonna hire hire the big guns um, yeah
0: so then th- also at the funeral though i was gonna talk about that unless were you gonna bring that up no go ahead you go. So, yeah so so tommy um so the funeral like drew said it's it's the wagon it's paraded through and then they're gonna just set the wagon ablaze with the body in it and the, they do it out in the op, open field, and everyone's like, aren't we a little like uh, Tommy, aren't we a little like out in the open here? But Tommy's done it on purpose to lure out the Italians. And sure enough, Abramma Gold, the savage, crazy gypsy, comes up and, and just murks this Italian from behind and just mm-hmm. brutally just knifes him like multiple times. And, um that's what that's our introduction to Golda, Yeah, I was just, gonna say, just he's, like
2: yeah he's he's a he's a a Romney gypsy hitman for hire, uh, and again, a man with a reputation for being a dangerous savage with little little regard for the rules, and he travels with his gang um uh, primarily his his eldest son Bonnie,
0: yeah, his eldest son Bonnie, yeah, yeah and so and so, so, so Paulie's like freaking out like you would use your own brother's funeral you know as a as bait, setup, yeah, and yeah. everyone is bait. Yeah, so yeah. that's like just uh, just typical Tommy just being a crazy gypsy. So yeah. anyway, so now, just wanted, wanted to bring up those points.
2: Yep, no, no, you're good. And I was gonna say so that that gives us our count of two 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 more Italians are dead now. So now we're up to three. Um, yeah. So the you know so then so then that and by the way, Amaram ah oh God, I'm gonna butcher this all night. Amarama Gold is played by uh Freddie Game of Thrones fans, the actor who pays Littlefinger. Um, who's just a complete, absolute, like two two face traitor scumbag in Game of Thrones. But he's actually like it's it's a actually really funny like like he's like he's basically like this cowardice like puss who gets everybody else to do his, his dirty work for him in Thrones, which is it's interesting how he's like this cutthroat, like killer in, in uh in Peaky. But um yeah. so he him and his gang enter enter into uh Charlie's Charlie's uh what would you call it? His little yard, I guess. Right? Yeah. We talked, Shard, we talked about yeah. it. The yard yeah, yeah, where Shard. they basically it's, it's they down own, by the docks. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. by the docks where they own the river. He offers he offers to buy it. Charlie's basically like, Yeah, it's not for sale, which another a great line. He goes, Everything is for sale. Yeah. So this kinda leads this kinda leads to the first kinda, you know, dick measuring contest between Tommy and Amber and <laughs> They're trying to feel each other out where Emma Gold is basically like what i i just offered to buy this this place what do you what do you you know what's it gonna take and uh tommy just looks at him with a dead just a dead stare he just goes it's not for sale and again he goes everything's for sale and he goes all right i'll tell you what we're gonna we're gonna aborama
0: says uh well i want it and now it's part of the deal Ab- yeah Ab- 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 and he says.
2: goes well i'll tell you i'll tell you what we're gonna we'll flip a coin heads heads we put the you know the yard's I, yard i, I have a care he goes oh, go
0: if, if it's heads abrama he t- he goes to charlie he goes if it's heads abrama get your yard with with my blessing if it's tails i'm gonna fuck your daughter mr gold just dead to his face yeah. and then Ab- Abramma... <laughs> And abrama just kind of it's just like this tension and abrama just kind of like starts to chuckle like ah, good one and he goes no 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 that's not a joke
2: because the the coin is sacred.
0: The coin flip is sacred. Which
2: yep. which is which is interesting because that's also I I I wanted to look back to see what came first. But that's also the same line that Jesse uh, says to Walt in Breaking Bad when they do the coin flip. He says the the flip is sacred. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I don't know who stole it from who, but uh, it happens. Oh, in man! Birth. It I'll happens look, in both shows. We'll have
0: to look that up and. Report on that. Yeah, so yeah, you know, so at the time I wrote down, I'm like, is that the best scene of the series? I, I wrote. It, that was, down, I, but... it was. It
2: was. It was. It was. It was good, man, because it, it but, set the. It set the tone for. Listen, I'm still the. I, head... I don't
0: even think it's the best scene of, of, yeah, of the season. It's like the, I'm the. But...
2: I'm I'm the big dog still. amaranth right. you're working for me. So yep yep. Um, you know. i so there there, there's some things that go on between i i didn't think it was big enough to talk about but sure next, okay it basically leads us now you know tommy tommy's dealing with on top of everything else he's dealing with a a labor strike um so the factory workers are going on strike so he's kind of you know everything's a mess like you know, at, you know birmingham's a free-for-all um and as he's in his office you know he you know his his uh you know, one of his high-ranking employees says that someone's here to see him from, I think it's the Union or from France somewhere, and he says, we'll show him in. And in in comes Luca Changretta. Somehow Luca managed to get his way into Tommy's office, and now we got, we got the showdown. Um, and Luca, to, Tommy's sitting there cleverly trying to get his gun, and Luca basically just tells him, don't bother, I already got a guy in here that took your bolts out. Um, he's like, I can get you at any time. I didn't have to send you the warning. I could I could have just killed you when I wanted to. but I wanted you to know I wanted you to know what why, why you were gonna die and I wanted us to settle to settle this vendetta with honor. Um, which you know it, it's it's just these two just again, just straight stare downs. And Lucas sits down and starts explaining to him what's going on, um, and then he's going to kill everybody. And he starts great scene. He just starts pulling out bullets for all the Shelbys, and it's got their names on it. So he lines up Tommy, Arthur, Polly, John, and then he flicks it off the table. Ada, and then Michael. Yeah. Um, and so they basically th- just... those
0: are the bullets out of Tommy's gun when Tommy goes to yeah. shoot him, and 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 he's like he's like when. Go, go ahead, you finish, and then I'll jump back in. Well, I was gonna say,
2: yeah, and so, um, so they're so the they they basically end the meeting by agreeing that they're gonna settle with honor. They're not gonna involve any children, and they're not gonna involve the police.
0: And no civilians.
2: And no civilians. That's right.
0: Yeah. So a couple things um, in that scene in particular. Um, well, let, let me back up here. One, you skipped over the fact that May Carlton is back, my sir. May carlton is back in episode Did I two. did
2: I miss this episode? I got I got may's back uh in ep- in a different one with a ah, huge role. Well, she, did, ahead, well
0: she she did come back in a different one, but she was back in this one.
2: Uh I'm I'm embarrassed.
0: And, yeah, and it was like cause she's like why did I have to sneak in here? And basically Curly like basically gives a synopsis up to this point within like 10 seconds. <laughs> so gotcha. that was it was pretty okay. funny. Um also the fact that there's the strike there's a new character jesse eden um and she plays a more integral role as the season goes along and she's like uh basically she's like a female leader yeah, of like the, the communist yeah she's a she's a union conveyor. working force yeah. yeah she's
2: a union conveyor um she leads all female factory workers in birmingham out of the strike protesting i think
0: the- male workers too
2: Okay, uh, I uh, I I just when I when I did my half assed internet research it just said female. Oh, um, uh, okay. Protesting on bull Ring. She actually was based on a real life person with the same name. Yeah.
0: Fun yeah. Fact. So
2: yeah, so um so so um Yeah, the now, detail the details of the strike originally just bored me so I didn't really, Yeah, I didn't, no, didn't no, really, no, but I but yeah, I didn't no, want to it, talk it about
0: the factory and how like the workers are in there. So um part what happened was right before Tommy meets Aberant, Aberama. Um, he wants to see what. Um, okay, no, another thing in here that Polly was like, "Hey Tommy, like Aberama wants something. It's not really Charlie's yard. Figure it out." And Aberama really just wants to have his son Bonnie promoted as a boxer, which is up mine and Drew's alley. Oh, yeah. So then Tommy's like, "Hey, we have the former heavyweight champ working in our in in our uh, factory." He's like. So they they clear the factory floor, pull the, the heavyweight champ, and was like, "All right, you guys box right here, right now, on the factory floor." And that's an and and, bon, and even though Bonnie's a welterweight, Bonnie just like puts this dude down like like nothing. And that's when Luca has one of his guys come and take the bullets out of Tommy's gun, and he says like, "When you guys were doing your little little thing, you know, I, that's when one of my guys slipped in your office and took the bullets out of your gun." And that's when he starts lining them up, and he's like, Tommy, Arthur, John, flicks it. Yeah, uh, you know? that's
2: that's the, the flick of that ball is just. Uh, yeah. It hits hard.
0: But he, one of his lines cracked me up. And he's like, "Your level of security is pitiful." I'm like, okay. "Thank you." Yeah. <laughs> I've been saying this for three seasons now.
2: I would I would have thought you dressed better.
0: Yeah. <sighs> anyway, I, I just wanted to fill in those gaps there, but and that's only through two episodes, and it is just so much already. I love it so much.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's uh, yeah, easily again, easily so much to unpack here. Um, yeah. So then we roll, we roll into episode three. Um, you know, again, all the Shelby's are back in Birmingham. You know, Arthur, Arthur's kind of watching over the Arthur's watching over the factory. So basically, now they're they're him and Tommy are. Saying no one's getting in the factory without their papers. If they don't have papers showing that they're, you know, they're from Birmingham, um, they're not, you know, and they're not the union. They're not getting in. So they're trying to they're trying to cut off any possible attempts that the Gretas can infiltrate again. So are there the Shelby's are having having a family meeting, and Arthur's about to go to to lay a vote down, and hey, Linda, Linda's basically shows up in his office in some. Uh, some dirty lingerie, and uh, you know, puts her puts her morals aside and starts uh, doing the nasty in the middle of the workday with uh, with Arthur, which leads to probably the only good line. Well, she's got a couple in this season, but her best line and biggest contribution to the entire *Peaky Blinder series is when she goes. My, my, my mother always told me, keep his keep his balls empty and his belly full. Mm-hmm. So Arthur misses the vote. I, I was
0: watching that with my wife, my wife, and I just kind of looked at her. <laughs> uh,
2: and, 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 yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and, I, and I'm sure she's like, I don't have to worry about either. Um, yeah. yeah, so Arthur misses the vote, which I think pot, which Polly What's that being, supposed to mean? I think you can pretty much figure out.
0: Words hurt, like Drew. Okay, words hurt.
2: Yeah, well, so does blowing. So does blowing the parlay on the first game of the day. Um, yeah, so so Polly kind of set that whole thing up. They're trying to keep Arthur distance from the situation. Again, they you know, they really want to make sure that the, you know, the the Golds are taking care of business with Luca and Arthur's not the one who has to it doesn't feel like he has to be the one to kill Luca. Um so he goes down. There's a big there's a big fracas. They're setting the so, somehow the warehouse or the factory in a small section getting getting set on fire. So Arthur goes down to uh, to put everybody in line, and as soon as he gets there, someone throws some paint at him, and they all clear out. But the back door was left open, and in, in the shadows, he can he can see two two Italians coming into the warehouse to come to come and get him. So the Changrettos have once again infiltrated, you know, the Shelby territory in Birmingham, and Arthur's got to basically use basically use his knowledge of the uh, of the of the factory. To get the to get to get one up here on these guys, and he ends up he ends up killing both of them. So once again, now we're at we're at a ground total of five Italians dead through uh, the, yeah. the first the first uh, three episodes.
0: Arthur drowned the guy like, in a vat of paint. It uh, was yeah, which is <laughs> pretty wild.
2: Which has to be pretty just pretty uh, excruciating. Um, so you know you when when they don't come back, you know Luke is in a hotel room with some some of his some of his gang. And he just wants them to keep keep pressing and just lay more and more traps for the Shelby's. Yeah, you know, he real basically he's got his mo- His mother's basically giving him all the intel on the Shelby's, all their enemies. They know the pressure points. They know who to go to to try to get this to to try to get them to turn to put the get the Shelby separated so that they can they can take them out. Um, after this was actually a great scene. Right after this happens, Arthur Arthur you know, he, he gets he gets together with tommy and he really starts really digging into tommy the only other time we've seen this is after um you know ironically enough arthur and um john boy let uh let let mama changretta live after tommy said to kill them and you know he he puts uh, papa changretta out of his misery and you know him and john boy try to you know they basically tell tommy like they're part of this crew too so I kind of like this. So Arthur's sticking up for himself, basically saying, you know, this is all, it's all happening because of you. He's like, and you can bring in these these golds all you want, but don't forget, I killed both these guys by myself. I did it. Nobody helped me do it. Um, yeah. Which well, he, well was... he's,
0: also pissed. he's also pissed, though, because before this, the meeting that Linda kept Arthur from, and Tommy's like, this involves Arthur. I want him to be here. don't know where he is, but we need to have this meeting. And so they decide, the family decides, like, we are conscious like we're not we're not even though it's like a gypsy thing sacred thing we are not honoring the law of the bullet sorry arthur even though you wrote luca on a bullet like we're contracting this out sorry and yeah. so when when oh, Arthur finds,
2: i thought i said i thought I, I thought i said that my bad
0: yeah so when art so when um when arthur finds that out that's when he's pissed that his job got got contracted out he's like that's he's like that's vengeance for my brother i want to do that yeah And that's when, yeah, that's when he's all pissed off.
2: Yeah. So, um, so that, so that kind of wraps, wraps up that, that part of the story there for this episode. Um, so then next, now, now we kind of re, we kind of refocus to Tommy having to deal with the, um, with the labor, with the labor strike. And right before, right before he does that though, he does call in, did you, I, I meant to get this guy's name, the guy, basically his, I don't know if he's like, uh, a VP of Shelby limited. Did you write that guy's name down who he thinks gave the keys or, you know, open the door for the Changretas?
0: Oh uh, no, no. He's, he runs one of the fact, yeah, he runs one of the no. fact,
2: basically Tommy, he basically f- figures this is the only guy that could have, could have helped Luca get into his office. And then also, you know, left the doors open, um, for the Italians to get in. So it's Which, a, do, we,
0: do we ever find out who did, no, I don't think you ever do. I don't like, think you do. I think it's just post the point.
2: The point it's of the scene is like a loose is, end. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you think you basically figure Tommy's going to kill the guy, and he's basically saying, it basically tells him, "Listen, I know you know you got a you got a train ticket to uh, you know to Scotland here in the in in the morning or here at midnight. Your family's already there." He gives him the street, the, the number in the street. He already knew where they were. He goes, "Just tell me, tell me who approached you." It's very Godfather like. Tell me yeah. who approached you, and your family to be taken care of and this guy is just like dead like i you know tommy tommy's great for being able to tell when people are lying to him and he's just straight looking at tommy he's like listen i didn't do it uh, i'm getting out of here because I, you know all the all the workers that are on strike are blaming me for all this they're breaking my windows they're you know they're uh, they're throwing stuff at me in the streets i had to get my family safe he's like he's like just he's like no offense mr shelby but every pretty much pretty much you got so many enemies anybody could've anybody could have left that door open. Um and Tommy believes him and lets him live, but tells him he's gotta stay because he needs him. So then Tommy meets up he meets up with Jesse um to talk about talk about the strike. He wants to end it. Um this this was to me again I thought this was the only boring kind of you know a little like subplot, even though I know it's I know it's key for later in the season in season five, but the one interesting thing that comes out of his sit down with um with jesse is that you find out before tommy went to war he actually was in love with an italian girl whose name i did not write down um but oh she,
0: my gosh i didn't either yeah. and i thought i was gonna memorize it and it's it's driving me crazy i want to say it was
2: greta if it was if it's, yes, it, we're it gonna
0: was, have... yeah it was like uh greta um uh... And you know what? I watch, like I said, I watched with the closed caption on, and they spelled the last name different two different times, and yeah. that's what it stuck out to me. Oh crap! Okay. If, it's, if, so it, ends up be, if
2: it ends up being Greta, I'm just the effing man. Um, but basically, yeah. But she, she actually, he was in love with her, and he was a different person. And she ends up dying before he goes to war, which I guess you're supposed to assume that's one of the reasons he went with Arthur and John. Um, and then Jesse, you know, another great line in this in this uh, in this this season. You know, Jesse's like, you know, the same man didn't the same man didn't come back that, you know, that was in love with her. And Tommy just dead stares. He goes, no one came back, Um, which is like the whole the whole thing we've talked about in all the other seasons. Like a lot of this is, you know, that one of the first times of really depicting PTSD here, Um, basically saying that, listen, it doesn't matter if you if you came back alive from the war or you died, everybody died over there. Um, yeah
0: just different people deal with the trauma in different ways Greta Girosi by the uh, way
2: Greta was I right There's yep Greta? Greta Girosi yep God damn it I'm good My yeah God. congrats um so now Tommy you know Tommy it definitely he takes the photo you know it definitely kind of hit him um you know kind of hit him close to the close to the chest or vest yeah, I never uh, know how the, that saying how does that saying go che- is it chest or vest vest close to the chest but
0: close to the vest is when you like have a secret. Yeah, well, so, yeah,
2: he's keeping it close to the vest. That's what I'm going to say.
0: Yeah, sure. Okay.
2: Okay. Okay. Well, the thing
0: I was going to say was, um, she, she, so this is all born of Jesse Eden doing her homework on Tommy so she can yep. kind of like, you know, try to like outthink him or maybe like show that she's like serious. I don't know what her angle is, but she's just done her research on him so she can negotiate. And, um, one thing is she was like, do you even recognize the guy in that picture? And, um uh, you can tell
2: he just like, he can't even recognize himself anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's like I said, it's, a uh, up until that point, I was really bored with the whole, her situation. Yeah, but that, exactly. that, that was, that, that, was actually part, that really... did actually help provide value. I and it agree. was a great, it was a great, it was just a great scene. And it, again, it just kind of sets the idea that, listen, we all, we all died at war. Like we're all just, now we're all different people. Um, so Polly, he goes back to Shelby Limited. Uh, Polly's sitting there talking to Lizzie. The only line, uh, the one line I had here, which I thought was funny. Uh, Polly goes to Lizzie, and in, in the end, we all turn into our mother, which I thought was funny. Um, yeah, and then she t- was
0: talking about Linda because Lin- Linda's mother was known as just being just a, uh, just a, uh, I don't know, just a bad person, I guess. <laughs> and, yeah. and Linda like went like hardcore Christian, and she's slowly slipping back to her mother. Yeah,
2: she's she's to keep herself occupied in uh in Bur- in the the streets of Birmingham, she's gonna she's gonna run the phones for the for the bookies, and they go, L- L- "Linda, you know gambling is a sin." She goes, "Well, I'm not the one making the bets," which is just pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty another, funny. another another slick Linda line. Yeah. Um, but then Tommy, Tommy and and Lizzie uh, get together and uh, they find themselves uh, under under a drawbridge uh, along the docks, and uh, yeah, they, they're
0: going to start doing the nasty they, again.
2: They do the nasty, and Lizzie, like, I love Lizzie. Afterwards, uh, she goes, "So who are you like? Who were you making love to there?" Um, realizing that, you know Tommy just basically was was using. Well, her Tommy
0: food. spills the beans to her. He goes, "I haven't been here since before the war. Right, yeah. I, I used to bring my old girlfriend here." um you know and uh you know like lizzie like i want to change the world i promised her i would change the world and you know i want to start do it having more uh contributions to the charities and i want you to run them and da 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 and uh yeah then they start you know do, doing the thing bumping uglies and um yeah, like you said, Lizzie's like, were you making love to me or her? Yeah, un- and I, under that bridge. It's funny. The I, I bridge, damn. I, uh, I actually,
2: I actually wrote in all caps. This sh- this should end well. Um, huh. I wrote,
0: May Carleton was just there last episode. <laughs> Here you are with Lizzie.
2: Oh God. Oh. Yeah, this this the Lizzie thing I never understood. But neither, different story for a different podcast. Um, so uh so now that we get to the end of the episode which is the you know the big the, the big shock fin- part of this finale where polly polly's heading into a hotel in london and she ends up she gets to the bar and she ends up meeting with luca changretta to cut a deal uh you know if she gives up mike if she gives up she says if she gives up tommy you know he's he's got to spare michael finn and arthur um And so he kind of goes, you know, they have some back and forth. How do I trust you? And, you know, he references things that his mother told him about her. um, And, like, how, you know, she holds a grudge for what Tommy did. You do later find out, and this isn't spoiling anything, you do later find out that Luke actually approached her. He sent her the letter for a parlay to, you know, to say, I'll spare, you know, I'll spare Michael if you give up Tommy. Um,
0: I just shuddered when you said parlay.
2: I I, I know I wanted to work that in here a couple times, by the way. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh cuz the bet. I thought you meant cuz Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, oh. Anyway. <laughs> no. Because oh, I like hate you. I hate you. I like what you did there. Okay. Um, and so this this the, you know, it basically she's she's on board. He's he's saying, you know, don't don't mess with me and uh, you know, it's funny because they talk about, you know, she goes, "John, you know, they talk they bring up John, and she goes, "John was a good boy." He's like, "Did your did your mother tell him that uh, that she spared her?" And Luca goes, he did. He's like, and now, and now she's here giving me all this detail. And here's, and cause at, at last, at last season, you know, we had, that that's what we had. One of our topics was, did they do the right thing? You thought they did the right thing, letting her live. And I said, absolutely not. Cut. Well,
0: we said, we said, well now like knowing what we know well, now we know, we know but yeah. at the
2: time even at the time I at was the like, time i was yeah. like "Yeah, it's, i i feel the compassion but yeah and for me at the whole time i was like you can't leave loose ends you gotta you, you had to kill her um and then and then luca gives this great line he goes tommy shelby was right his 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 ruthlessness was justified you should have you should have killed her when you had the chance yep and then this it ends. It ends with him asking Polly to dance, and she goes, "I don't dance anymore." And he goes, and she as she walks away, but he you're goes, "You're dancing with me." You dance. Ah, I wish we could do a good Luke. Just do your Batman voice. It's probably it's pretty, pretty much <laughs> you're the same. dancing with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and you'll never have to. <laughs> yeah. So that so that ends so that ends season uh, season or episode three. So episode four, like we we talked about, Luca. You know, Luca's sitting here.
0: I'm gonna pop beer number two here, Drew.
2: Alright. I'm I'm still making my way in this uh this club watch me.
0: It's Is a bush it? light.
2: Oh god, I thought you were saying shh God you're you're gonna disgrace you're just discra- you're disgracing the Peaky Binders podcast with that crap. You're really doing that? I, you know
0: I have too many left over. Just keep just keep talking, silly oh man.
2: Oh God! No, no wonder you've messed up that parlay. Um, just keep talking. Silly all right. Man. So ep- episode, so like I said, so Luca is is pressing his guys to continue to set traps. So they they find the woman back in geez, season two now when Arthur Arthur beats beats this woman's son to death in a you know basically a, a glorified sparring match. Um. They get they get her to set a trap by she goes to she goes to Tommy and says that you know I appreciate I appreciate everything you guys have been doing for me and taking care of my family you know tomorrow tomorrow would have been my son's twenty first birthday I'm trying to come with peace with everything still it would mean a lot to me if you know if you and your brother or at least one of you guys could you know would come and and celebrate with us and so Tommy Tommy says no problem one of us will be there and. They see right through it. They know this is going to be a trap. The uh, the very next scene, you see the peakies and all the all the gypsies starting to take positions um, around her building and up on the rooftops with uh, with their rifles to to take out the Italians. They're going to send they send Arthur in since he you know since he ended up killing him um, and they're they're just waiting. So. It's a pretty tense scene. He, you know, their her daughter keeps going in and out and you keep thinking she's Yeah, you know, the
0: daughter's like 9. She's yeah. like, yeah.
2: And so you keep you keep waiting for, you know, when is she going to signal these guys? And as 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 that happens, you know, one by one Italians are starting to show up around the perimeter of the city. Um and then Arthur keeps going, you know, why do you uh, or when are your other guests arriving? And like the mother just starts to shake and he just keeps asking, when are they arriving? When are they arriving? And then the daughter runs out and gives what they think is the signal. And Finn's getting ready to start shooting away. And the Italians get in their cars and drive away. So Tommy, Tommy's sitting here like, oh, Tommy's shit. Tommy's like,
0: yeah, he kind of puts it together in, like, it, it seems like it's like a half hour, but it's like one second. And he's yeah. like, oh, this is a diversion. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Um yeah, and so the only possible explanation is the only the only place that isn't heavily guarded now because of this is the hospital where Michael dun, is. Dun,
0: dun, the hospital with Michael who's still recovering from the bullet wound wounds. Yeah.
2: And so so they Luca shows up at the hospital, they kill they kill one of the guards, um, well the only guard that's on the door. Michael's tries to get away, Luca's basically like, Yeah, don't don't try it, pal and he he stands up, Luca puts the gun to his head and pulls the trigger of an empty gun uh, click and he, basically... he goes
0: click yep. real slow and like click 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 and just there's just no bullets in there it's yeah. a revolver
2: and luca luca t- yeah luca tells him to tell he's like i guess they all
0: would have been revolvers back then
2: yeah he no. goes no, no, no. They, they got no, no, plenty no. of no. yeah no, i don't think so they got they got all kinds of guns the like 1911 definitely would have been there go ahead I'm pretty sure we're in like 1928 by now by the way
0: 1911 is a revolver is is oh. is, is, is a type of handgun <laughs> I, I thought you were talking about with, the, with like a yeah. clip and everything that's that's why i said the, the 1911 would have been there go ahead it's, gotcha. it's all good
2: okay um and then luca basically tells him tell your mother we can get to you at any time i can't do it uh we can get to you at any time he goes tell her we have a deal but if tell she tell your
0: mo- tell your mother we have a deal and he like makes he makes oh you know what i started doing that to my wife too i don't know the hand gesture is great he says tell your mother we have a deal but he like tell your mother then there's a pause and he takes his, his index finger and he like it's like he's wiping a tear down the side of his cheek and he's like yeah. tell your mother hand gesture we have a deal
2: <laughs> i don't know why it was so great it like is, oh he, my gosh where well, did he come well, up with that we're gonna, i don't know we're gonna talk about him at the end of the at the end when we yeah we are. The season but uh yeah it's a great scene i guarantee you michael shit his pants by the way uh and pissed himself i i pissed myself a little bit <laughs> <laughs> if only you had a bib from taco corp you'd have been okay um so P-Bib, it's a goddamn napkin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that so that sets it up now. the deal the deal's been made and confirmed. They're gonna you know, Polly's gonna set up Tommy to spare to spare the rest of the family. Um, so the as as this is all happening, Tommy Tommy rushes to a phone. I, I don't really know how he's getting a hold here of Amara, of Am- Amarama here and his crew, but he basically tells them, listen, the Changretas, they just left the hospital. There's only one road back to where they are. Get there and take them out. So the, the Changretas come upon a, a little bridge where there was a they, – they basically staged a car accident. And as they're about to get out of the car to move them to move the accident themselves, uh, Luca realizes it's a he, – he realizes it's a trap. And he gets back in the car and they've already <laughs> – to his surprise, somehow they already got in there and slit the throat of his driver and then the the gold clan just starts firing away um as the chingretas start to hightail it out of there
0: which i I always thought that was bizarre by the way if you can sneak up and slit the throat of the driver
2: why not come up and just just get luca right there? well and that's and that's at the end of this episode i'm going to ask something that's going to kind of be the same thing but yeah you're right why or yeah if you if you were if you got in there to slit his throat yeah why not come up under the why not come up under the bridge and just start shooting the hell out of everybody the only, yeah. th- the only thing, or I can when think he of... walks
0: back to see the slit throat, why not jump out then?
2: Yeah, the only thing I incongruity can think... there. Yeah, incongruity. the only thing I can think of is you know they, they they couldn't kill the cop, so the cop would have seen who did it. But I mean, I'm sure you could have paid that guy off. Right. Um, so anyway, so they they get they they slit the throat of the driver, and they get one in the shoot down. So two more Italians are dead. We got a grand total now of one, three, five, seven dead Italians. Um... So you know, after after that, this is where I have the big highlighted line, or highlighted and bolded and circled. May returns. Roll Tide. Um, May, May returns to get Tommy to sign some papers about the horse. He's basically he's basically telling she's telling him that this is the fastest horse she's ever seen. They're gonna they're gonna be in good good shape here. And he's you know he's feeling a little randy because clearly Lizzie didn't do it for him. Um, and he's trying to convince her to stay over. Um, you know, ba- he basically says there's a, sh- there's a there's a there's a there's a railroad strike, uh, and she's like, "Why well, didn't read about it in the papers?" He's like, "Ah, it's, I'm on the board. I, uh, you know, I get the news before the papers." So she's gonna she's gonna stay. He goes, "Meet me at four o'clock." And she goes, "Where?" He's like, "Don't worry, I'll find you." So you know the this but the she she goes to Charlie's yard. She kind of wants she wants to walk around the river, uh, and this leads to I think I think this is my favorite. This is probably my favorite non-tommy Alfie line in the entire show. So she goes Charlie, Charlie, Charlie goes to her he goes he goes, "Ma'am, listen, if I were you I'd get out I I'd, I'd get out of here immediately because you don't want to be here when everything goes down." And she goes and just looks at him and just goes, why you know I, 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 pro- I promised I promised I'd wait for him and Charlie just looks at her and goes, "Ma'am, the man you're waiting for doesn't exist." And I, I just, I love, I circled and highlighted uh, that line because I think we talked about it so many times, every every relationship that Tommy gets into outside of his family, they all want to change Tommy Shelby. They all want Tommy to stop being the gangster and just, you know, go legit and become a different person. And Charlie just, like, is straight up saying, like, that per- that that person does, he, he he's never coming, he just doesn't exist. I, I don't know about you. I, I that that line's always stuck with me after no I that's a good one song. and I think
0: ultimately it goes back to like look i I don't know do gypsies even still exist today, but like gypsies are still like the concept of a gypsy and like the like calling somebody a gypsy soul and all that stuff still exists in the parlance of of today but like it's um I, and that's just tommy shelby like he's yeah. he's just gypsy soul he's he, like you're not gonna change him he got the gypsy blood i mean yeah we we have the gypsy king tyson fury and and it's just uh, someone who's a free spirit and they're just their their soul is not changeable it's it haunts them and, and controls them and that's just you know they, yeah like these women just want tommy to be something he's not yeah. and i don't know that they she she's attracted to him because he is dangerous and he is like you know something that she's not used to but um
2: oh, for sure um yeah i like i said i i just i always really like that line um and so tommy finally does tommy does meet up with her and he basically shows her that while all this stuff's been going on they've been not only are they they smuggle in whiskey but they started a, they started a gin distillery and they're gonna they're gonna start smuggling that into the u.s as well um yeah and May, as Tommy, you know, Tommy thinks he's gonna, you know, get a get a little tickle pickle action. May says that she's gonna leave. So, um, yeah, you know, she takes she takes off, and he's definitely disappointed. Uh, yeah,
0: and there, and at some point, Lizzie and May are in the same room, and it is
2: awkward. Oh, uh, it's great. <laughs> Basically, yeah, she's uh, Lizzie's... Lizzie. Ma-
0: Lizzie tries to make... or I'm sorry, May tries to um make Lizzie feel really small. And well, Lizzie, just- well,
2: Lizzie tried to make. May feel like she she didn't factor into the Tommy Shelby equation. Yeah. So then, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. You can. Yeah. May makes her face no, no. That. Yeah.
0: So then, so then, so then, May just he's like, here's a blank check for the Gray uh, Shelby uh, Institute, and I'm gonna leave it blank. So fill it out for whatever, whatever you feel like you need to. And, yeah, and, then, and she's like, Here Lizzie, why don't you run this down to the bank?
2: Yeah. And then Tommy Tommy Lee is leaving is leaving his office and uh he goes, Lizzie, what was that all about? And she's like he's like he's like, I'll I'll be back and she goes, Why is she still here? And then Lizzie just walks out. I forget what she says, but she just walks out and uh and just makes makes some like smart ass comment to it. Yeah, there's some tension.
0: That was like all my girlfriends in high school when they in college when they bumped into each other. Awkward
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah, that was. Uh... And I
0: like too, when she when he showed him the uh, or when he showed May the distillery. Um, the gin is the tagline on the bottle is distilled for the eradication of seemingly incurable sadness.
2: Yeah, I love, uh, I wrote. I, I, re- I, re- I, re- I didn't. I didn't catch that in this episode. I caught it in yeah f- me too i caught it yeah. in the finale and i wrote it down but yeah, yeah that's, that's funny because
0: i did too but i scrolled them i scrolled down my notes and um brought it up because it they bring it up like seven times
2: yeah um so so tommy tommy sends ada to go uh put some put or to finagle and uh, smooth talk jesse um he's trying to work that angle a little bit um uh, Lizzie, Lizzie meets with Polly, Polly's basic, Polly's trying to get a date free because she wants to find a time when Mike, when, uh, when Tommy's alone and doesn't have any plans so she can set up the hit. And as, as she's doing that, uh, Lizzie, Lizzie asks Polly to read her leaves. And so, and that's the, the tea leaves from her, her cup of tea and Polly busts uh, first, first she sees the ten, ten Lizzie, Lizzie wrote out the check for, uh, from May for, for 10,000 pounds, which is pretty funny. Um, but then she tells she tells Lizzie to stop drinking because it's not good for the baby so there's the bombshell now that Tommy Tommy put a pup in uh in good old good old Lizzie from the uh, from the bridge excursion those <laughs> uh, those bourbons are hitting hard because you're,
0: you're starting to use the last kingdom oh, yeah. jargon in here she puts that that
2: that's that's not by accident my friend he, he's um, not Uhtred <laughs> destiny is all um <laughs> oh it's great stuff but uh so you know, so Ada and Ada, so Ada meets with Jesse and says, "Listen, Tommy, Tommy just wants to meet with you, and he wants to learn about more about communism. That's that's how he operates. He he tries to gather as much information as he can. If you agree to meet with him, then he'll uh you know he'll he'll meet your demands for the for the labor strike. So that's that you know nothing nothing exciting going there. Now enter enter the probably the most controversial character. We've gotten uh, some feedback from our our listeners." alfie frigging solomon alfie is
0: back um fourth episode he's back
2: so he 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 shows up and he's he shows up with uh with one of his fighters and he's trying to figure out why is the town so dead because everyone's locked away it's pretty it's a funny scene where he tells this man to honk the horn and he gives like a small honk a couple times and alfie's just like you can see he's so annoyed the guy's just not listening to him he's like here here move move and alfie just honks the horn for about a he, minute he lays on the horn yeah. and tommy
0: walks up to alfie and alfie's still just laying on the horn staring tommy in the face because oh, alfie's yeah. just a jerk he, that's just the way he is
2: uh it's so it's <laughs> so good um so they're gonna set up so there he comes to town and they're gonna set up they're gonna set up the boxing match between uh bonnie gold and their fighter who they call goliath who uh who is this just monster, monster of a man?
0: Um, but somehow still a welterweight.
2: Yeah, it is a welterweight. So he, uh, so they set up the fight, and in doing, you know, Tommy's obviously, you know, Art or Alfie knows, you know, he's he's always knows what's going on. He says, you know, he, I know you have some problems with some Italians, and uh, you know, Tommy, Tommy basically says, listen, we all we all have problems with the Italians, Alfie. They're they're here to stay, um, you know, which is a you know which is a good line. So yeah,
0: he 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 tells. So, so let me set this up, because and I, I actually have this clip, and I want to play this clip. But Alfie comes into the office of the factory with Tommy. And Tommy tells Alfie, like, look, they're here. They see that our cops don't have guns. They see how things are way more relaxed over here as it, compared to America. He said, the, the Italians, this is like the promised land for them. They ain't going anywhere. They're going to come in and muscle their way in. And they're a problem that's not going away. And at about that time, Abiram Gold comes in with Bonnie Gold to set up the boxing match. Um, and as Abiram Gold is walking into the room, that sets up this exchange, and it is it is just an amazing Alfie Solomon soliloquy. Let's
2: let's 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 let's, let's, let's hear it. Come to talk prayers for the
1: fight. Your okay, Tommy, when a pikey walks in with hair like that, you've got to ask yourself, have I made a mistake? Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck am I? Who the fuck is this? I, my friend, I am the uncle, her, the protector and the promoter of that fucking thing right there in whose shadow nothing good nor godly will ever fucking grow. That there, right, is the southern county's welterweight champion. He is of mixed religion, therefore he is godless. He was adopted by Satan himself before he was returned out of fear of his awkwardness. But he is impossible to marry off due to his lethal dimensions. His mother, terrified, just fucking abandoned him. And there he is, stood before you like the first of some brand new fucking species. <laughs> Any man that you put before him, right, it'd be like entering a fucking threshing machine, mate. Uh-huh. now will you offer your son
0: <laughs> now will you offer your son <laughs> uh I, I
2: i couldn't tell if that was you or uh you were tom hardy that was reciting that
0: oh yeah yeah that's
2: great um but yeah great yeah great great alfie Salmon scene there um so then that that leads us to the end of the episode where tommy tommy visits michael he wants to see how he's doing um kind of just fills him in on the situation you know, Tommy doesn't realize this is this is the day that Polly had starred in his date book as the day that he was going to be free. Um, and pa- Michael Michael knows Polly told him. Uh, well, and obviously Michael knows because Luca, you know, <laughs> pretty much shot him in the face. Um, that it's about to go down. Um, Tommy looks at him, and, and Michael says, "Wait," and he goes, "Yes," and he just goes, "Have a nice weekend." And Tommy just got this look on his face, like, "Okay." and so mm-hmm. so tommy tommy, tommy has his look
0: on his face like you want to say anything else michael yeah sure anything else buddy yeah and michael does not say anything else even though michael knows that Polly has made the deal with That's luca right. because Lu- luca told michael that
2: right so tommy so tommy throws on his throws on his glasses gets his gets his coat on and uh starts walking to his car and as he gets in his car the camera starts to starts to move towards the left of the screen and in another i don't want to say it's a paddy wagon but in another truck luca and and about five other italians are in the back seat with machine guns ready ready to take tommy out and as they're driving away polly's polly's on the opposite end of the street um just looking trying to you know basically realizing what she's what she's done and what's about to happen to tommy Anything else for?
0: Uh... No, no, you're good, man.
2: Yeah, that was so. That's episode. So it's a it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty climatic climatic end there. Um, I can only imagine if you know, as this came if this came out week by week how people would have been handling this stuff. But, Seriously. But so that brings us to episode. And episode five just gets right into the heat of it. We we pick up with the cars following each other. Tommy, you get the sense that Tommy realizes that something's going on and that there's a car following him. So he drives right into the city, of, right into the middle of Birmingham. Um, Gets out of his car. The Italians aren't far behind. And as Tommy walks up, walks up a flight of stairs, he pulls he pulls a, a cover off of just a giant friggin' artillery rifle. Um, I don't know if you know the caliber of uh, of weaponry that was Jo, but it's just a big ass gun. Basically. Uh, no,
0: I do not. I do not. I don't know the weapons of 1924 yeah. good enough to know, <laughs> but it's it's, yeah, it's it's a heavy duty heavy duty gun, and it's, yeah, it to describe the scene, I'd say it's think of like a cul de sac, but all of instead of like houses it's like a u-shape of apartment buildings i'd say so it's kind of like it's almost like an arena <laughs>
2: when, when did cul-de-sac become like a, is that like a hipster thing like why when did we stop calling them the courts
0: court i think that's a u thing dude
2: what courts
0: courts versus cul-de-sac yeah
2: well that's a street name it's like i live i live in a court i live my, my street name is you know yada yada court not yada yada cul-de-sac anyway i digress um
0: so <laughs> i don't
2: know what, i don't know so the it's always bothered me sorry so uh, my my buddy my buddy's from uh, harrisburg alex and jim will get a kick out of that so uh so as the italians get out of the car tommy just starts firing off this bad boy um and you just hear all you hear is luca go that that bitch betrayed us um i wrote because, it down he goes that bitch lied to me oh lied to me yeah there you go um so there it's just an all out Tommy running running around in the apartment buildings uh, with the Italians trying to cut him off. Tommy one by one just starts taking out Italians um, you know he ends up he ends up killing 3 before uh, you know he gets out of the buildings and as Luca Luca and his his, his gang are trying to figure out what to do his I, I'll call it his number 2 basically says luca let's we, we got to get out of here man like he, he he's got the upper hand he knows the city this is his this is his home like we don't know where we are and luca's like we got the numbers we're not we got him alone we're not uh we're not got giving, him cornered yeah, yeah. We're, we're not giving this up so as tommy kills tommy kills another italian the luca luca and his posse corner him in an alley um and luca luca just throws down the gun and just says Tommy, let's let's just do it. Me, me and you, one on one. You know, we don't we don't need anybody. And Tommy, it's a great scene. Tommy gets out. It's almost like a wild west showdown. Yep. Where like Tommy, Tommy and Luca, they're probably what fifty feet away from each other. They're each they're each You know, they got their hand to their sides.
0: Hands, ha- hands on the holster, the gun that's in the holster, and they're like about to they're about to pull.
2: And then the cops show up. Um, the cops show up. They they get Tommy, the Italian scram. And the cops are basically like, listen, we're still cops, man. You know, regardless of whether or not you own the city, we're cops. We're saving your life. We're get, we're saving them. Plus, know. they've
0: just laid waste to this entire, like, yeah. apartment complex. And all these people have, like, bullets flying through their apartments. And the cop is like, look, these people deserve to be able to live a lawful life. And he's like, everyone, continue your lawful, whatever he says, your
2: lawful days. Yeah. Um so next couple of scenes, uh, Lizzie, Lizzie meets up with Tommy. Uh, she tells him that she's off the Swanee as, uh, we've come to know is the term for, uh, I'm pregnant with your baby. Yeah. Lizzie um, took
0: the glizzy and now she's just, bam, she's yeah. got one, got a bun in the oven.
2: That's right. Um, uh, Michael, Michael leaves the hospital. Uh, Polly, Polly takes him and he's gonna, he's gonna basically wander around with the, the gold clan. Um, and Polly, Polly, and Aberama—they—they have—they have, they have a, a tender moment with each other. You know, she's she's been cooped up in Birmingham for so long. Coitus,
0: coitus—that's yeah. what drew me. Do right they have
2: co—do right? they actually have coitus though? Is that a I thing?
0: I believe so. I think it's implied.
2: I don't think it is. Yeah, because she she
0: pulls the knife on him, and she's like she's like you. She's like the only one who will know what well, Michael where Michael is is you. And if he's dead, I'll have you. Because and, you're, and then he's you're, like, he's like, you're gypsy Wazer, you're such a blah blah blah. And then they, they just... I think, I'm pretty sure it's implied that they kind of. Well, and she, and eat, then she uh, goes, eat, your uh. knife's
2: not strong enough to kill me. Um, I don't think they do. That's a, we should put a Twitter poll. On
0: I'm, that. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that they, they do the. Okay. Do the thing. All right.
2: Well, fair enough. Um I'm say
0: coitus ensues.
2: So, so now Michael, Michael safe, the gold, the gold clan. They, you know, they, they don't know where they're gonna be tomorrow, but they're not, they're never in the same place. So. So they got him going. Um, next scene, Luca Luca shows up to to Alfie's Alfie's underground distillery, uh, and he he wants to cut a deal um, to get Alfie to give up Tommy because at this point he doesn't think there's any other way. So you know it's a it's a we should have got that 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 audio. Alfie's kind of going back and forth with them, and you know having you know having some conversation, and then Alfie Alfie the the gist is Alfie basically says. You know, I, I know you want me to kill Tommy Shelby, and you know if you if you agree to 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 run my rum to New York City, um, and pay me a boatload of cash, then I'll I'll do it for you. Um, and it's pretty funny because he keeps he keeps he keeps running off his demands, and he keeps saying a hundred pounds for this, a hundred pounds for that, a hundred pounds because Tommy Shelby's a dear dear friend, and I'm going to be upset.
0: And, um, another five hundred pounds because you're a fucking wop, mate. and, oh, yeah. and, and he's like. And and uh, and and Lucas is just like, is this guy serious right now? And he's like, and another hundred because uh. And he he's we will, just we will, kid- we will,
2: yeah we it, well the line is uh, you will have to add another hundred to your bill for being a boop mate. We won't we won't use that word on the pod, but uh, it's a great being a what? It, what? Being a what? I just I I bleep myself out.
0: I don't even know the line you're talking about.
2: Well, it's a, it's a little too X-rated, uh, the C word. We won't go there, but anyway. Oh, uh, what are you talking about? Just say it. Yeah, we're all right. We're all right. So Alfie, uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I don't want to upset the female listeners too much, but, uh. Yeah, I know where you're going. So Alfie, um, and so, but the key to this scene is, and it's kind of a callback to, uh, his meeting with Tommy in the episode before, Alfie starts talking, I guess it's in Hebrew, to his, to his guys, and he goes, he goes, Wow. He, he just agreed to this this incredible price I just gave and didn't even try to negotiate he's like Tommy was right he means to kill us all in the end and that yeah that, I, re- I wrote
0: it down in, in quotes he says you made a deal without a negotiation Tommy was right and and then in Yiddish he goes you plan to kill us all and the uh, you know
2: the, the Italians are none the wiser yeah so uh, so once 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 again Alfie becomes a little weasel and as soon as somebody, you know, put him in a corner and and wanted him to do something, he went ahead and betrayed, you know, betrayed his alliances. Um next we well, got we're Eva. not sure
0: of that at this point, right? What's that? We're not sure of that at this point, right?
2: That he's going to actually betray him? Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, they pretty much I I I figured it at that point because they agreed to the they agreed to the price and he comes to the realization if I don't he's going to kill me.
0: I thought I thought maybe Alfie was was Double crossing him.
2: I don't think so. And and the way the way they're gonna do it is Luca. Luca says you guys are gonna have a fight here in a couple of days. I want you to take a couple of my men in with you as your you know as the as the ring walkers, and they're gonna take care of the Shelby's. And yeah, uh,
0: yeah. That that's that's like the gist of the meeting of, of the agreement is like, hey, get get my guys in there as uh as uh you know part of yeah the, part, your, your, part of the part of crew. your Jewish guys. Yeah. yeah. And 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 uh, <laughs> Alfie's like. You will have to have them circumcised. They will check.
2: Yeah, which is... Great. I,
0: I, I, Actually, I, th- I just pulled up the scene. It's like, I think I got three minutes here. Do you want it?
2: Nah, nah, nah. We're good. All right. Let's keep rolling. Um, Actually, no. Go ahead. Play it. Play it out. Let's oh, I it. just closed it. Ah, oh, do- dagger. Oh, it's a good scene. Well, here set. it is. Wait. Yeah, play is it out. It? Let's, let's do it. Why not? You're going to have to add another hundred to that. Because
1: Tommy Shelby, like me, is from an oppressed people. And... In- I need you to put another ton on top of that Because his brother is a fucking animal And he will come after me (laughs) And then you will need to put another hundred on top of that Because, well, you are a fucking wop, mate (laughs)
0: Hmm? And you And then (laughs) He just, Luca just looks at the assistant like Are are you kidding me? me?
1: For, I will need another 500 pounds Because like I stated Tommy Shelby is a very, very good friend of mine.
0: <laughs> and prior, right prior to that, he was talking. He was pretending to be blind. He was closing his eyes. Yeah. Talking about like his whole like charity. Oh my gosh! What? A, just one of the craziest characters in all of cinema. Quite honestly. Just, yeah. And oh, again, my... to
2: your to you know to your brother Tori's party we've had on the on the pod before. Like if anybody else is playing him, but but uh, Tom Hardy everybody would hate him and think he was just a little weasel and not not even have the impact he has on the show but hardy is just so good at yes at playing great him.
0: great point anybody else plays him and you just hate the character
2: yeah and hardy's just a he's just a natural badass just looks like a natural badass that you're like ah oh, that well, alfie's a he's a you know he's he's big time he's not a he's not a you know a bitch um, yeah
0: he, he doesn't get bitched around by yeah. <laughs> everybody on the show but that's exactly what happens yeah
2: um <laughs> So after that scene, we get this boring scene where Ada gets taken away by cops, and it was all ploy. Um, it's it's like there's a communist twist to it. That Tommy's gonna run. I I don't want to waste time talking about. it. I would have rather had that scene. Um, yeah. But it's all basically a setup. Uh, Ada goes to Tommy. Tommy says, "Listen, I'm sorry. I wanted you to get taken. I wanted it to look like, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to make it seem like you were really, you know, you were really getting taken by the cops to our advantage." Um, and he's like, I need Jesse to trust me. And Ada just gives him this look and goes, Jesus, so Tommy Shelby's going to stop the revolution with his cock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is, uh, which is a great. A you great sound line.
0: exactly like Ada. Good job.
2: Thanks, man. I tried. I, I'm, glad, I'm, glad, <laughs> I'm glad I'm better with my female uh, British gypsy accents uh, than I am my uh, my male. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now it's so now it's fight night you know they're they're starting to set up the rings they're, yeah there you
0: know, is an annoying scene where tommy has dinner with jesse eden but yeah nobody cares
2: yeah it's it's stupid no one yeah literally nobody cares um so it's fight night and it, it, it basically after they set up the ring and everyone's getting ready to go it ends with tommy tommy's walking by himself in in the locker room and then it ends with you know steam coming out of the shower room and all you see is alfie solomon's in the in the shadows which is just again the cinematography in this season is so good because it's such a great scene so that's that's what i got for five did i miss anything here in episode five i think
0: no 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 and and i'm let's get it straight in episode six because it's like you said alfie and tommy are there in the halls and um it, that's the first, I think that's the first scene in episode six, right? Tell, yeah, Tommy so, and Alfie.
2: And here we go. So we got one, just just to keep the scoreboard, we got one, three, five, seven. We got 10 dead Italians going into episode six. Okay. So they, they thought they were, I think, I think they said 11 fi- or 13. They were, I think it was, actually, I think it was 15. I think they came First okay. they thought it was 11. And then when they got like the wedding, like a, a couple reinforcements photo, or something. Yeah. Like- they thought it was 15. So we, we basically got five Italians left. So yeah, so episode six starts right out in that scene. Alfie shows up in the locker room. And he's talking with Tommy, and he base he basically gets into this big talk with Tommy where they're um, they're talking about life, and he's basically telling him, "Listen, I'm gonna I'm moving to Margate. He's like, I'm gonna sell I'm gonna sell my business. It's it's just time. I just you know I just I've been working." He, so. he,
0: he says, "You're right. He's like the Italians are gonna come in here, no matter who comes out on top." And what, and, and no matter what happens in this fight, he said. But you know, we're, I'm retiring because the, the Italians are going to force me out anyway. So I'm getting out.
2: I'm going to go to Margate, and then uh, it's you know, it's it's followed up by just a line that we use all the time. And I'll, since 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 you 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 reference it and do it better than me, you can go ahead and tell me, you can go ahead and say it. He
0: goes, yeah, and just like what happened that ring, man, big fuck small. And that and it basically Always. saying like. Yeah, saying that, you know, these they're the Italians are bigger and badder. They're coming in, they're gonna force us out. And we're small to them and we're we're getting we're gonna, we're gonna get screwed. That's why and that's why he's getting out and that's and he's like, That's what's gonna happen out there in that ring. You well yeah, like, and then and his, he's about his, to his, lead, his yeah. Goliath his yeah. Goliath is gonna beat little bon, Bonnie Gold.
2: Big fuck small. Well then and then well and so so Tommy tells him stay for this stay for the fight, eh, Alfie? And then he goes again he goes he goes, no need. I already I already know who wins. Um yeah. and so before we go on there, do you do you think he's warning Tommy there? About the attack that like like no. he, he, you don't think so? No. Yeah, you're probably right. He he is such a such a weasel because it's Tom Hardy, I wanna believe that like he's trying to like, without saying it, like warn Tommy to be careful because, you know, the, there's a plot afoot. But yeah, you're right, because he actually he actually is such a such a chicken shit. I yeah. Good I, use I of the
0: word a foot.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't what you say?
0: Good use of the word a foot.
2: Thank you. I'm on fire tonight, man. It's yeah. it's, it's, it's 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 the bourbon. It's the I'm, 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 I'm wearing my Gypsy King t shirt. I'm all I'm all about it right now. Uh um, nice. So so the fight starts, and as the fight as the fight's going on, like Arthur immediately. By the way, he's probably done about t- two kilos of blow all by all by himself in the matter in the matter of like thirty minutes. He's done about two kilos. He's of just
0: blow. he is on some. He he is on one right there, and he's he's in. They're in the first row of of the of the you know ringside, and yeah. and Arthur is just the whole time is like. Ah, uh, something ain't right. Yeah, something ain't can, right. He, look he, at those Italians in that in that, or look at those those Jews in that corner. And something's not right. They he, they yeah. they're, they don't know fighters. They don't know fighters.
2: Well, he can just tell like they're so disinterested in what's going on, like they're not paying attention to the fight. That Arthur is just he's just he's like, yeah, this isn't right. And then Tommy's basically like, it's the booze, Arthur. It's the snow, Arthur. He's, he's yeah. basically like, hey, that uh, you know that that cow-sized uh, pile of <laughs> of, uh, of cocaine you snorted. That you're paranoid. <laughs> um, and so then there's a cool scene with like the women, the, all the wives. You got Liz- Lizzie, Polly, and Ada are in the bathroom, and uh, I-, I just wrote this down. They're because... like, if the
0: bo- if the boys are gonna have fun, we should have fun too. Yeah,
2: and I only wrote this down because uh, uh, Lizzie or Polly says, "Hey, uh, hey, Ada, uh, Lizzie's got some good some news for you," and uh, she goes, "I'm up, I'm up the duff." <laughs> and I remember when <laughs> I, when I, I remember listening to it when I first watched it. I was like. J.O., is that is that something I should know like the duff? I, I, is that I don't know. I don't even remember hearing it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean I, I don't have any kids so I don't know any of these cool fancy phrases that you uh <laughs> th- that you parents say when you uh make these announcements to people uh, other than That's to... exactly.
0: That was our gender reveal. That's actually. what I'm saying I'm like, did you, like
2: did you did you call Pops or did you call Pop uh, Papa Woody up and go hey uh, Katie's off the Duff
0: Yeah, I did actually. And he was like he was like, Oh wow. He's like She's off she's she's
2: she's not on the Swanee, huh?
0: (laughs) Yeah, big F (laughs) small on that one.
2: Oh man best pod ever um yeah so so it's just a cool scene with the lady, and then and then linda again who you know her morals again are just going by the yeah, way so, yeah so yeah that,
0: that's that's my favorite part of that scene yeah, is, she walks, is linda's just yeah, she's she, just gone she gone she's oh, she's yeah. she's on she's doing as much blow as i was Arthur. gonna say she, she
2: she she walked to the bathroom and she must whatever 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 uh, was left when, off of arthur's yeah whatever dust was on arthur's coat at the time <laughs> she uh she she must have picked she, that up and she's snorting. sniffing it now yeah, too yeah yeah so uh all right, so Arthur so he he uh, the he's he's so f- it agitated at this point. One of the Italians starts going back. It goes into the back and he's like, "It's not right. I'm I'm going to check it out." And so he he goes into the locker room. The
0: fight has ensued at this point. The oh yeah, no, I said started. that already.
2: The fight's already started. Oh, um, I'm
0: sorry. You already said that.
2: We're, well, hey man, I'm just maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe there's something we you be so
0: defensive be str- about it.
2: Anyway, so the fight's going on um <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, you know it's it's a tense scene because the Italian you see the Italian basically go into the boxing bag and they he, they snuck in uh, a choke wire, um, and that's what they're going to use to kill to kill the Shelby's. So you know T- Tommy's sitting there he still thinks Arthur's being paranoid until a, the second Italian starts to go into the back, and as Tommy then gets up to go to go follow him. Arthur's in the showers and he's got his gun out and an Italian sneaks sneaks behind him and chokes him out with the choke wire basically until Arthur uh, Arthur is lifeless on the ground uh, where yeah, which, Tommy it,
0: this again the cinematography is fantastic because it's like the, the match back in, in the showers the match Arthur's getting choked the match Bonnie Gold goes down to Goliath and here's Arthur getting choked out Bonnie Gold gets up and it's like back
2: and forth, and it's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what's going on? Oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Um, so Tommy, as you know, as the as the Italian, the Italian gets up off the ground, and he's gonna he's gonna put one in Arthur's eye, just to you know, just to send send make send sure it, the, send yeah. them yeah send the message, um, and make it a bloody an even bloodier death. Tommy Tommy shoots him and. Um, keeps him from doing that. He's on the ground, just uncontrollable over what's wrong. What's going on with, uh,
0: yeah. Tommy checks the pulse and it's all in slow-mo at this point with like music going
2: and Polly, Polly's looking around as the fight's going on. She goes, where are Tommy and Arthur? So she heads to the back and it's all, there's no, you can't hear anything. It's all, it's all background noise. And Tommy, Tommy stops Polly from going into the showers and just whispers in her ear. And you just see the look on her face. Like she has seen a ghost, uh, Tommy. Tommy. Tommy runs down, runs down the hallway. Finn and I tried to find this guy's name. What is what is the black priest's son's name?
0: Uh, Isaiah.
2: Isaiah. Isaiah and Finn. They they caught the other Italian. Tommy beats the crap out of him, and then he looks at Finn and says, "Arthur's dead. Take his eyes. Take them for Arthur." And then Finn basically becomes becomes a man. He lost he lost his virginity in an earlier episode. And he takes his he takes his peaky hat off and uses the blades and takes out this Italian's eyes. So two more Italians are dead. Tommy Tommy rushes to ringside and starts firing his gun off and tells yells yells and tells. He the gets entire, in the ring. He gets yeah, in he gets the in, ring. Yeah, he gets fires in the, it
0: up and uh, fires
2: it up in the air and goes, "My brother's dead.
0: Arthur's dead."
2: Yeah, it's a uh, and or uh, Polly Polly's told told uh, Linda. Everybody's just uncontrollable. Um, and then the scene—the scene ends with uh, Charlie, or yeah, Charlie goes up to to Tommy and just 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 grabs him and tries to tries to get him get him under control so yeah. he doesn't so he does Oh, do we, we
0: should also mention at this point too that um, throughout the fight, Aberama kept you know they, they were they wanted to to basically fix the fight so that Bonnie Gold would knock out Goliath in the fourth round. So even though. Abraham got or i'm sorry even though bonnie gold got knocked down and everything Abraham kept running up to him and said do you got control bonnie do you got control sure enough bonnie controls the fight and, knock, and knocks goliath out in the fourth um and so like that that does happen and that's when tommy runs in the ring and fires the gun and all that so
2: yeah uh it was pre-
0: pretty dramatic pretty fun
2: it really was just a just a couple of welterweights out there having a good time yeah. um so Arthur's Arthur's funeral is is a gypsy funeral, just like just like John's. He's going to be in a in a horse carriage in the hayfields. Um,
0: and by the way, I made a note of this, and I'm and and like at this point, you're thinking this episode is like done, and there's thirty five minutes left at this point. I
2: 30. I have I have over two pages of notes just on this episode. Just so yeah, me too. Happens. Yeah, it's insane. Like um, it
0: just keeps going.
2: Yeah. So as 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 they're about to start burning the burning the carriage. You see a a little old Italian woman, Mama changretta shows up with a a parlay flag, a white flag, again. yeah, yeah. Um, Tommy had wrote her a letter, said he wanted to he wanted to settle the score. Um, and as she's getting close to the to the funeral, he basically he runs out to her and stops her and says, "Let's, we'll we'll talk once once we're finished here. Let me let me you know let me let me, let me send off my brother." Um, so they meet. They, you know, she he, she meets with Tommy and Polly, um, and basically, well, basically,
0: Tommy had called to New York City, right? That was yeah. that was a, you see on the phone, he called he yeah called he York, he yeah. called her to
2: come to come settle yeah. to basically negotiate the truce. Yep,
0: yep, yep. Okay.
2: Um, so she basically says, "Listen the the vendetta the vendetta will be settled once you once you uh, sign over all the Shelby assets over to the Shangretas," and basically just gives them a who do you who you know, who did you think you were tommy shelby like you know when when he basically everything he said how, how could
0: you be so greedy and like try and take everything over like why do you think this was gonna work
2: yeah so so tommy agrees he just wants it to end uh he doesn't want any more anyone else in the family to die uh luke luke Luca and his remaining gang members they they show up at alfie's place with the he makes a joke with an intent to to buy the business um he wrote the place is abandoned. He realizes that Alfie, Alfie knew they were coming, and it's it's kind of an it's kind of an odd thing where like he goes, "Hey, was this guy in the war?" And he's like, "Yeah, he was. Uh, he was a captain." And he goes, "He goes, I wouldn't open that door," and it, which it ends up that Alfie had actually booby trapped it with a grenade. Yeah. I, I thought that was kind of. I actually wish I, th- I think it actually would have been better if one of the guys would have opened the door and it would have tripped blown it. up. Yeah, because it was just kind of dumb, like like that. Oh, all of a sudden, because I don't I don't think Luca would have they wouldn't they wouldn't have got in there thinking like that there would have been a chance that something could have happened i i don't know it just seemed yeah, out of place yeah yeah
0: yeah it did seem out of place i agree with you yeah there. i would I yeah, li- especially because nothing came of it yeah
2: no. i would i would have just i would have just rather because uh, yeah they're they still get the distillery anyway someone defuses it. it just it would have been cooler just to have the explosion for and yeah just yeah a I couple agree. of them die. but anyway so luca basically says look at this this is this is all mine too um and you find out that not only is he taking over Alfie's business, but he's also cleaned out the Sabinis as well. Who they actually had. Yep, he's taken
0: over all of London.
2: Um, and so before we have the final showdown, I've a note here. There's this just hysterical scene with Lizzie where Tommy's talking to Polly. They're going over what's going to happen tomorrow. Now let's 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 mind the fact that in the last you know the last week, his brother, both his brother, both his brothers are dead. He's knocked this chick up. Um, he's just, he's gonna have to sign over all, all, everything that he's worked so hard to get, he's gotta give it all away. Lizzie storms in and starts yelling at him because he hasn't come to visit her yet in the giant house that he, apartment that he bought for her. And Tommy basically looks at her and goes, uh, yeah, Lizzie, uh, been, been a bit busy here, taking care of, taking care of a couple things. <laughs> and she just goes oh like what's going on as if like what do you mean I just bar- I'm just buried my brother and I'm about to about to get taken out by the Italians uh, nothing nothing's really going on <laughs> I just noted it like it's a- it's just so dumb I'm just like I-, I didn't note it but yeah that's that's it's funny. just like like Lizzie. like well, what are you- what are you doing here um so anyway so now it's now' it's showtime Luca the- the- it's gonna happen at the distill the the gin distillery Luca shows up with his gang that's left which to our count now now is about you know, I guess he got more reinforcements because I would have only had three left, but he shows up with about seven guys. It's just Tommy, Tommy, Finn, and Polly are there waiting for him and he goes, So this is what's left with the of the peaky I can't do the voice. This is what's left of the peaky blinders. This is
0: what's left of the peaky blinders.
2: Yeah yeah, it's pretty good. Um so yeah, so then you know, Luca Luca basically is talking, you know, basically talking down to Tommy. He he thinks he's making Tommy eat shit. He goes, here's, I had my lawyers dry out, drop all these documents. Here's all your assets down to the last penny. He dro-
0: drops it one packet at a time. Yeah. Click, and he goes, click,
2: on the table. And he goes, you're going to sign them all. And then he you're actually, sign them all. yeah, he then throws them all on the floor. And he goes, you can sign them on your knees. And he goes, get on your knees and sign them. And then Tommy actually does. He falls to his knees. And then Tommy just looks up at him with like a, a little smirk and goes, uh, he goes, he goes, you know, he goes, I made, you know, or uh, a friend of mine once told me. Yeah, I got the got the call. Go right, yeah, he up.
0: goes, a friend of mine once said, big fuck small. So I had to contact big, bigger people than you. I, I, I was in, I was in, I was in Changretta mode. I wasn't in, in Tommy mode. But he says, yeah, a friend of mine once said, big, big fuck small. So I had to contact bigger people than you. And then he basically reveals how. Yeah, I contacted this guy uh, from Chicago named uh, Al Capone, and um, you know I made a deal with him to to do 300 barrels of uh, gin a month uh, into New York City, and um, you know all all the uh, families basically said that you know they don't want to take you out because they don't want to cause a war, but if you were to lose your life trying to do some kind of vendetta over in London, that whoops maybe they don't care so much so uh all those guys behind you with guns uh they're mercenaries and they're from the other families and yeah they're not protecting you right now
2: and uh and we also made we also made a call to a businessman in chicago who's also eager to get into the liquor business and then tommy goes his name's alfonso capone yep yep you have been talking to that fat fuck yeah. <laughs> so then so here. now Luca Luca knows he's screwed and Tommy so Tommy and him actually start start having a having a little fist little fisticuffs going at it. Yeah, yeah, And then in the background, just like the shower scene in the in the fight, there's a lot of fog and out of the fog Slow Arthur motion. Shelby. It's is...
0: Arthur's music. <laughs>
2: come around from from around the back in slow-mo arthur's alive and arthur shelby's alive and as luca luca stops and 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 sees him and they do a whole flashback to fight night and what really happened was they basically turn all the music down and you hear what tommy was actually saying he was what he told polly was arthur's injured but he's okay we got to use this we got to make him think he's dead and that was the plot from from the get go. Once that happened, to make everybody think Arthur was dead, so the Changretas would think that the Peaky Blinders. The were only out. people
0: who knew were Tommy, Polly, and Linda.
2: That's right. Everyone everyone else actually thought he was actually thought he was dead. So um, Arthur Arthur comes out and he ends up getting what he wanted, and he actually does. He shoots Luca. And, He's
0: and the kill, one that gets to shoot Luca and
2: kills him. Um, and then he follows it up with a great line with all the all the. All the Italians are there, and and Arthur just goes. You tell your bosses. You tell them what you saw here today, and tell them you don't fuck with the peaky blinders. Yeah. Um, uh. so Tommy, so so that pretty much that pretty much settles the beef with the Italians. Uh, flash forward. Tommy goes to Margate to shoot Alfie. Uh, they ha- they have a someone. Well, the odd Italian... thing
0: is, is is there's still 20 minutes left in the yeah. episode at this point, and I'm like, what the heck? You just
2: wrapped everything up. But go ahead. I was just say yeah, so they they have a back and forth. It's uh, you know Tommy's basically saying you know I, I once told you whether it was over business or bad blood I was gonna kill you. Um, and Arthur goes so just bad blood, huh? And He goes yeah, and uh, and Alfie you know Alfie tells him all. Well, I'm already he goes you didn't it wasn't hard to find you. And he, Alfie's like well I wanted it to be here. He's like I'm tells him he's dying of cancer that he caught from the gas in the war he keeps he keeps talking and tommy wants him to shut up and you know it, it just is all this back and forth and then alfie tries or alfie alfie gives a great line that i high, i don't know if you wrote this down but i highlighted he goes um where did i have it damn it he please goes, leave he, he the goes, dog out of this well no he goes you're gonna take he goes are you gonna take care of my dog uh, after you do it and he goes no he's like well he's gonna be really upset um now, nah, right as right as Tommy's about to is you know in the midst of about to killing him, he goes now there's an audible, there's an audible reason now to pull that trigger. Yeah, just yeah. a call back from that scene that Jay oversighted in episode uh, in yeah. season three. And and as he's when, as it right right before Tommy's about to, Alfie pulls a gun out of his pocket and clips Tommy in the arm. But then Tommy shoots Alfie in the face, right in the cheekbone. Yeah. Yeah, basically, we'll say the face. So uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right, right beneath the eye. Yeah, and so he, so he walks away off the beach. Um, they have a little, they have a little celebration with the family, and Arthur, Arthur basically says, "I'm gonna talk. You didn't let me talk at your wedding. I'm gonna talk now." And basically, basically says, "All of our enemies are dead." And Tommy, we want you. We want you to take a holiday. You need. You need a break.
0: Yeah, we finally get peace. You know, my plan was originally to leave, but I'm not going. In, I'm not going nowhere. And That's right. He's like Tommy. Just take. You, you haven't had a break since the war. You need to take a holiday. So then there's this whole sequence. Honestly, yeah, three I, months. I,
2: three months go by.
0: Yeah, this whole sequence I just did not enjoy, quite honestly. Like, I like they should have just ended it there. But then they'd spend, like, 15 minutes, like, setting up the next season. And, um, it's, it's Tommy's, like, playing golf. And, like, he's just, like, trying to relax. And he can't relax. Like, he's a gypsy who's accustomed to war. So, like, all this relaxing. Like, he honestly can't even handle it. And it's just all these instances of, like, him not doing well at, at um... At handling the the vacation. Um, so then he comes back and realizes, like, he needs to set up the, he needs to set himself up even further because big F small and that he, he needs to make sure that there's not somebody bigger out there that's gonna, you know, screw him over after everything he just gained. So,
2: yep.
0: In comes Jesse Eden again and, um, here comes Tommy to stop the revolution with his cock and, uh, there there's there's some there's a sex scene there with jesse eden and um he he he, 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 he basically he, he
2: basically he basically tells her i i, I want to i'm all in with your with your cause in the communist party uh, i just need to know who your leader is
0: yeah so 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 he's incognito like getting the name of of, of all the uh you know co- Communists, uh insurrectionists and um He's also decides he also tells the crown, you know, basically like, hey, I'm gonna run for office and I want to be a politician now. So, one thing leads to another. Sure enough, Tommy Tommy Shelby's now a uh, politician. By the end of this, Lizzie has her baby, and Jesse Eden's like, wait a minute, I thought you were having sex. Like, they she has this look on her face in this one scene. She's like, wait, she has a baby with Lizzie, but we were screwing how's, what the, what, what's going on? And like, maybe she starts to, I don't know. Maybe she starts to realize that uh, like, maybe I'm being used.
2: (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. Well, the scene, the scene where 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 Tommy goes back and meets with the same guy that issues the pardons for the peakies in episode one. And it's really funny because he, he, he basically, he has, he has a letter that says, or he tells him, he's like, I, you know, I got the name of the, of the leader of, uh, of this little, little sect of communists and I can continue to be a valuable informant for you. And the guy goes well what do you want in return and Tommy hands him a piece of paper and his eyes just like get so big and goes he goes he goes are you serious and Tommy yeah. goes I can be very valuable and then it just goes the next scene everybody's or the all the Shelbys are uh, lining up into uh, a voting a voting booth and voting for Tommy Shelby for Parliament and to- Tommy Tommy wins 40, 48,000 to like I think the next closest was like 6,000 yeah um yeah and so that's that is and the other the other line i had there before it right before he goes in there um to to basically exchange the information for a seat in parliament he goes to Polly. he goes i'm back and i have a plan and Polly just goes fuck <laughs> yeah um and then that that puts that puts a bow on season four season
0: and... four so good um
2: now just a couple overarching comments i want well, to here, go into. I, well, I, let me let me do my overarching comment first for you Okay. cuz you've 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 uh you've put this to me first for each 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 season. What's what's your if you had one thing like what's what's your theme here yep, for season? Yep, that's what i was going to go. Ah, okay, yeah, what's yep, so you go first? Thing. What do you got?
0: Uh big F small. <laughs> and and, and okay. honestly that that's probably the thesis of this entire show, really, because it's all about like Tommy like gaining power and not having enough power and still being screwed over that like he just, that's he, that's what keeps him going and expanding further. So that is,
2: that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Mine, mine is do, do whatever it takes to survive and just survival in general. Um, and I think I actually say this, I didn't use this as a quote in the episode, but Polly, Polly basically summed it up here in the sixth episode, or the sixth, uh, the in the very one of the final scenes of the sixth episode of series three or series four. She goes to Tommy. She goes, you know, we're gypsies. We live somewhere between life and death, waiting to move on. And in the end, we accept it. We shake hands with devils, and then we walk. We walk past them. And as Polly, once once Tommy comes back from his vacation, and Polly goes, so you shook hands with the devil, and Tommy goes, yep, I walked right past them. So basically, every every time that Tommy is faced with death, he just cuts a deal with somebody else, no matter what's it going to cost, and then he's going to figure out how to how to how to how to defeat that obstacle, and then just it's just a vicious cycle of what do I have to do next to survive? How do I keep accumulating more and more power? Yeah. So that no happens, matter what
0: level you get to, there's still enemies. It's you're always like, yeah. It's you're, never gonna, you're never
2: going to be done with the enemies. So that was. Uh, yeah, that was my kind of takeaway from yeah. uh from this this series. Okay.
0: Um, um so um one thing I wanted to bring up was okay, so number well number 1. Adrian Brody as an Italian-American gangster for me is like 1A and 1B with um Vito Corleone. Like I I don't I don't think there's any other interpretation of an Italian gangster that hold that is it's that good. Like he, like he beats all of the other. I actually went back and and uh, binged like Goodfellas, Scarface, Casino, all that stuff. I re- I rewatched clips of of um The Godfather, and the only one who is comparable to Adrian
2: Brody is Vito Corleone. Yeah, De- Yeah, De Niro in the second one, right? No, who plays Vito Corleone? Oh, they're um marlon brando like in the yeah, first guy fought, okay yeah 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 well because yeah de niro plays the young VO corleone in the. that's oh, why okay. yeah that's why kind of i thought oh I, you I know what i'd even
0: go back and watch that but yeah i could Yeah, see I thought that. he was more yeah. on that level but yeah same thing yeah, yeah i agree there you go I'm with yeah you. yeah yeah but even like even like michael corleone i i thought that adrian brody outdid that and so um i like honestly i think it's that good
2: yeah, I I, I I had my doubts when I saw him because I'm like, the guy from The Pianist and Aliens vs. Predators, like, it's almost like a fall from grace. This is the guy that are bringing in to be the, the big yeah. bad uh, Italian uh, mob. But yeah, I think he did a great job. Um, it was funny because I – the reason we delayed this a little bit, I wanted to do some research to try to see if we could figure out, like – who did they have in mind a casting for that character? Like, did they go through a bunch of guys? And Adrian Brody was there, and I couldn't find anything. So, you know, I, I guess you know my half-assed internet research would tell me that you know Brody was the guy. Is there anybody? I guess to your point, you can't even think of anyone else that would have done as good of a job, right? No, no, I, I wouldn't. The only, the only guy, and I don't know that he would, um, he would have done a good a job portraying like you know an Italian, like an Italian mob boss. The way he did in the you know early nineteen twenties, but I did have John Berthall on on my mind that he because he would have just been oh, and that's, that's in that's 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 Shane from The Walking Dead and uh, he plays Frank Castle in The Punisher. Um, he just he's just terrifying in general. Like just looking at him, you get you get yeah. scared out of your mind. So like I would have pictured more as him more as Goliath. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like I don't I I think he would have got the you know he would have got the terrifying part down but not in the way like Brody does it because just the way he you know his actions the way he talks like I think he just would have been an intimidating figure that that's the only guy I could even come up with that I think would have done even close of a job to him yeah um I I agree um from there I want to bring this up
0: too I was never able to piece this together but like okay Luca Cingretta has an she's Itali- an American with an Italian accent and he was in New York City but okay the parents were in Birmingham who were because they were the teacher of the Shelby so like how did that all work out I never I can never piece that together like mama and Papa Chengretta were in Birmingham but their son Luca has an Italian accent but lives in New York City. That that's some immigration right there. That That's a couple different jumps that I was never able to piece together. Right? Say that one more time. Luca was the son yes. of Mr. and Mrs. Changretta. So Mr. and Mrs. Changretta lived in Birmingham because she was the teacher of, of the Shelbys. Yes. Right? So wouldn't he have grown up with them, Luca Changretta? But no, he has an Italian accent
2: and he lives in New York City. So how did that all happen? Well, that's... That's a fair point. Um obviously he got sent down to he got sent to America for some reason whether he was outcasted or um you know for or if he was heading up heading up their uh heading up their business but I'm trying to I'm trying to see if I can find a quick a quick uh research and and I also just while you're researching
0: um my criticism too was the fi- the finale episode 6 like there was no need to wrap that up at, like the thirty minute mark. I was kind of annoyed that they like they, then tried yeah. to set
2: up the next season. So that was the yeah that was that was the major conflict and like that ended within like ten minutes. Yeah, I, that was annoying. Yeah, I can't. I don't. Uh, I'm on their the the Peaky Wiki page and I don't see why he ended up in New York other than he was um he was leading he was like leading their liquor business stationed out of New York. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't have any but yeah, so there's no I guess there's no I guess there, I guess we don't know why he was there, but I guess I mean obviously I guess his you know his thick Italian New York accent is from being there versus being in uh I guess being in London all those years. But Yeah. Right. Yeah, again, Brody Brody does a good job. What else what else you got, uh what else you got on the Um program?
0: the only thing I have was um oh, just the thing that you brought up is why didn't they attack in in beginning of episode five, why didn't they attack Tommy like instead of Tommy yeah, leading them down yeah. to that alley? Like why exactly. didn't they just
2: He's he's all when you finish episode 4 like Tommy's literally by himself on the opposite side of the street like I know we we, we kicked around maybe because they said no civilians, no cops, no kids but he's all well, I went back and looked like unless I was drunk when I watched it which maybe that's possible but he was by himself so it's like all they had to do was open the back of that paddy wagon and just start firing off their machine guns and they could have had Tommy right there and instead they decide well you know what let's let's go to his backyard in the middle of Birmingham I mean Unless they, unless the plan was they wanted to make an example of him in front of his people, like I just, I, I never could figure that out. Why maybe. they, why they even left it to chance? Yeah, maybe. Um, what else? That, that's got? that's that's all I got. I got who's who's a bigger shitbag, Michael or Alfie? Mm, Michael. Did we wait? Did we skip that? Oh God, no! Did we skip that? That Tommy, Tommy sends Michael to America to handle their business there because he betrayed him. Yeah, but I mean that's not that big of a deal. But yeah. yeah, yeah. And he basically says I picked my mom, and he goes and he and he just says your train leaves at noon. So, Yeah. yeah so Michael's going to America now. But yeah, who do you yeah who do you, who do you think's a bigger weasel? I said Michael. Uh, I kind of want to agree just because I've never liked him, but yeah, I'll I'll go.
0: I mean Alfie's on on. Alfie's character. got so
2: many so many reasons to be picked. I don't know, but my my bladder's about to explode. Um, zing! But yeah, I think yeah that's my yeah that's my take. I guess uh, yeah season four was great again seeing Jack uh, having to watch John Boy die again was real. Uh, wait, spoiler! Damn it! Spoiler alert! Um, I forgot to do that at the beginning, <laughs> but yeah, that was <laughs> that was really upsetting just because I loved him so much. But uh, you know so much just. Yeah we we could have done a we could have done a 3 hour podcast on every episode. That's how much that's how much stuff actually happens in here. Yeah. Um it's just incredibly incredibly it, it's well done. The everyone everybody in here from beginning to end the acting is phenomenal. Um Yeah, I uh hands down I think it's the I think it's the best season of of the Peaky Blinders and you yep. know we'll get to season 5 but I you know i'll i I liked season three more than i did the first time i watched it um so maybe i'll think the same about season five but as as of now like four four stands above all and i I don't think it's even close yeah agreed 100 percent. all right does that does that put a bow on uh on the puts a bow on
0: it sir drew as always good talk see you out there
2: well hold on uh see you 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 jinxed yourself damn it yeah jinxed yourself that's why that's why we should have just kept it to ourselves. before before we signed off you know we'll we'll see you back here about you know another four or five days before we uh get to the season five now you can go good talk
0: see you out there (laughs) big kisses